Hello! That's my ghost voice. Welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast with your host, me, dude, and that fellow over there, Andy. Say hi, you spooky man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Well, I'm good. I just want to make sure I didn't scare you too much with the uh, ghostly hello. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. I know, I know. And you know why I did that? Well, I guess because Halloween's uh, in a couple days, and uh, we're getting ready, listening to uh, some scary music, and uh, covering a pumpkin, watching some uh, horror movies. Are you, uh, you a horror movie fan, man? I feel like, uh... Uh, as a younger fella, I used to watch a lot of horror movies. Like I'd, I'd rent four of them at a time from Blockbuster, and uh, go to Boston Market, order a meal for four, <laughs> eat the whole thing, eat all of it, and a pie. And watch oh movies <laughs> after a long day's work. But do you get like really hungry now when you when you watch a scary movie? No, I don't really watch very many of them because they're not scary. And uh, my wife isn't a huge fan of them either. But we yeah. did watch American Werewolf in London the other night, which is her favorite. And then we cool. watched the the very scary Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Which she had never actually watched before, so she... No uh, way, man. That's classic. I know, but she had always kind of been like, eh, I bet it's stupid. But when she actually watched it, she thought it was quite hilarious, and it is. So if you want to be not be scared, but watch a funny movie about scary stuff, watch right. it. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, man. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it. So today we're talking about some scary, creepy, good Halloween albums. Uh, so you got two of our favorites picked out for you. And let's uh, let's jump in, man. Let's uh, let's give them a spin. That's me. I, I love to play organ while we're uh, doing our podcast. Since you can't see me. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. What record you pick out, man? All right, so this isn't this isn't necessarily scary per se, but it's got a Halloween vibe to it, a spooky feel. Uh, speaking of horror movies, it kind of has that feeling of the the classic Bela Lugosi nineteen thirties, you know, Dracula and the Mummy and all of that stuff. And it's by a band called Black Sabbath, and the name of the album is also Black Sabbath. It's their uh, debut album from 1970. And I think a lot of people are probably familiar with at least some of the songs on it. It was released on February, on uh, I think it was a Friday the 13th, February of 1970. Yes. And um, it kind of started, I mean, some people say, and, and I believe this, that it was sort of the inception of what we later refer to as heavy metal. And certainly it's got qualities that are, that are now found in, in the sub 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 genre of doom metal, do you agree with that? Based on what you heard listening to this, yeah, I always thought that they were the guys who came up with, um, I guess, like that doom sludge metal sound. Like this is their first record, so yeah, I would say I would say so. I, you know, what surprised me most about this record, going back to it after, I, mean, I was a big fan of them in high school and college. You know, their music was pretty exciting. All the dark imagery and the sweet guitar riffs and stuff but i forgot like how much of a blues influence i had um, oh i know and there's tracks on here that are straight up like just blues rock 
which is cool. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. You hear a spooky song about yeah. the devil, and then the next song, he's playing. You know, Ozzy's playing harmonica, and they're right. singing about uh, G- Gandalf the Wizard or whatever. You know, so it does. Yeah, it has yeah, yeah. different flavors to it. But I, I had totally forgotten about the bluesy stuff on it. All I remembered was uh, NIB and and uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, Black Sabbath is the song that kind of sold me on the band when I first heard them many years ago, and I was like, oh my god, this is like really creepy and just the build up there at the beginning is, is fantastic man it's one of the one of my favorite moments in uh, in metal for sure suppose that figure in black was andy <laughs> uh i would go with satan would be my guess yeah um, yeah yeah this <laughs> is double music so, for sure what well for the time i mean we're t- this, they formed in 1969 i think they had a different name like dream or or uh Something like that. I forget what it was, but they they lost the name because another band had the same name. And I guess uh, one of the members, they were near a a movie theater that was playing some old horror movies and this old horror movie called Black Sabbath. And they're like, hey, that's pretty cool. And and they took on the name. And then as they took on the name, they kind of started to come up with this idea of making like horror movie style music, you know? Yeah. And uh, at the time, talking about the devil and stuff in music, that's why, that's how Ozzy built his reputation as a crazy bat-eating Satan worshiper when in reality he's just a goofy dude that was in a blues rock band <laughs> trying to get, you know, working in the factories in, in uh, England trying to not be poor. Uh-huh. And uh, drugs and alcohol got mixed in the mix and he became the Oz man and the rest is history. So... Yeah, well, I mean, on these early records, dude, he's totally fits the part and just sells that whole satanic lifestyle thing they had going on, you know, the, the black and the nail polish and the long hair and all that stuff. I mean, they just, that was a great, great character he played, man. And it's pretty fun, pretty fun to listen to this stuff. And I guess I, I should also mention a little bit about the band Black Sabbath in general. Um, just, you know, Geezer Butler, Bill Ward, Tony Iommi. Don't want to erase those guys from the picture because Tony Iommi is kind of he's he's the guitarist he's sort of the glue and he put the band together I believe he spent a little time in Jethro Tull hmm. but he didn't really like that so started his own deal and he has that interesting guitar style some of it is because he's missing fingertips and he would wrap them in plastic and put these little plastic tips on as part of the reason on his uh, left hand I think it was well anyway the hand on the neck and that's where some of that odd sort of signature sound comes from adds to the mystique (laughs) I did not know that interesting yeah you can uh, I'm such a weirdo I went looking for pictures (laughs) of his fingers (laughs) so I can see (laughs) totally googling it right now (laughs) <laughs> of course, of course. 
All right, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I really like the album. It's got its creepy elements, and I th- I toyed with playing one of the blues rock songs, mm-hmm. but I thought in the, in the spirit of Halloween, we should stick with it and stick with the songs that mention Satan. NIB, which everyone has, I always thought meant Nativity in Black. In hmm. one of the one of the pieces I read, it said that it was actually Nib because one of the band members had like a little beard or something that was a called a Nib. Okay, but who the hell? knows who the hell knows i prefer nativity in black <laughs> now this one is a this one's about the devil again i think he's uh wooing like i think ozzy is the devil in this one and he's wooing a, a lady mm-hmm. that's 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 what i got from it so why don't we play a little bit of nib about a pointy beard That must have freaked the hell out of people in 1970. Right. At courting your daughter or something. I mean, geez, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty awesome stuff. There. I mean, the blues guitar is just killer throughout this whole record. I mean, especially in the, that triple of songs there, which this is kind of the, the last one of, and as well as the last three songs on the record, man. Just screaming yep. blues guitar, just rocking throughout this whole thing. Really incredible stuff. Yeah, they did this album in two days, man. One day of recording. No kidding. And the next day, uh, no, the next day of mixing and stuff. That's all the time they had. So huh. it definitely does feel like one take kind of stuff. It doesn't have lush production. And that their early albums have that sound, which I think makes them sound creepier, scarier, personally, because it just sounds like some dudes... <laughs> And so, stand, standing in a pentagram right, in a right. dungeon somewhere, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, so totally. anyway, I'm glad we got to talk about this record. It's much more enjoyable than I remembered it being. And man, I listened to it, I swear to God, 30 times. And I just kept listening to it over and over again and actually really enjoyed myself. And then I listened to most of their catalog as a result. So it was fun. So go out there and get a little scared and uh, enjoy yourself some Black Sabbath everybody yeah good pick good pick uh all right man well i got a, a creepy album myself here this isn't quite as uh rocking as yours a little more atmospheric a little more uh, the <laughs> instrumental side here but i would say equally as creepy <laughs> oh man you okay was this, a, was this a tough one for you to listen to man? um yeah. yeah yeah it was it was uh i'd never heard of it <laughs> All right, so the, rec- how, the record I, I felt. Yeah, well, I, I can understand that. It's, it's creepy. The record I picked out is uh, by a band named Coil, and the name of the album is Music to Play in the Dark, Volume 1. So Coil is primarily two guys who um, were kind of in the uh, the British um, electronic music scene in the, uh, the early 80s. And they were uh, active as a band through about 2004. Uh, Cause it was comprised of two main guys, uh, John Balance and Peter Christofferson, um, who was in the band Throbbing Gristle. Did you ever, did you ever hear of that, man? I don't know if that's your scene. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I have not. When I read something about that. I'm like, Throbbing Gristle? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that it makes th- me think of, of, 
of bad things bad things happening to a man's uh (laughs) (laughs) area They were kind of like, yeah, early, you know, kind of like craft work in that same reign, you know, early electronic music, a little darker of a tinge to them, kind of industrial, that type of sound. Oh, yeah, you think? Throbbing gristle? That doesn't exactly <laughs> sound... Uh, yeah, well, I we should say that too, because <laughs> uh, these guys, they were a couple, they were, you know... Um, together for quite a long time and they both passed away in like the last 15 years or so um they were really heavy into kind of that psychedelic scene like the acid um mdma kind of scene in the dance world and there was someone i just kind of stumbled upon through i don't know if you ever used this file sharing program back in like the early 2000s called soul seek did you ever hear that no i did not get involved in any of that stuff yeah, no napster and stuff really no no I, I worked in music retail for years and <laughs> and when at first i was just like hell no no way and i i didn't i couldn't even afford a computer to do that stuff so uh, okay uh no <laughs> all right well the nice, the nice thing about this one program you could like browse someone's entire catalog like all the music they like so i was listening to a lot of trent reznor back then nine channels and this guy had this entire collection on this band coil i never heard of him before so i started downloading them and, and this one music to play in the dark was uh one of the first ones i heard and it really struck me as being really different but still super interesting and just a little hint a hint of accessibility in there so it's it's pretty creepy and very atmospheric very chilling very good halloween music um let's play track three from the record red queen What are you going to do if they don't believe you? What are you going to do if they don't believe you? What are you going to do? What are you going to do if they don't believe you? What are you going to do if they do? Uh, so what are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to search my house and make sure someone isn't... Uh, it feels like one of those, they're calling from inside the house type of things, you know? <laughs> right, right, totally. The catchphrase of some murderous some killer. killer a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, slasher film. Yeah, totally. So that's, uh, that's John Balance doing the spoken word there. And I, I, mean, I just love the way he kind of carries himself there, the... Very methodical, but just a little hint of like aggression to his voice there. I don't know. I I love it. The track's about um like the fake news and like kind of being manipulated by the media. Which, you know, they cover all sorts of weird topics in their songs. A lot about drugs. A lot about like authors. There's this one song about Aleister Crowley. Um, so pretty wide variety of fringe type stuff in their in their tracks. And I don't know. So what did you what did you think about it as a whole? Did you could you stand it, or was it too scary for you? Or? It it actually felt like music that I'd hear in a horror video game, like a Silent Hill or something. You know, yeah. um, I didn't really understand what any of the lyrics were about. I just knew that they were like innocuous things, but in the way that like the way that they were said, like for instance, there that sound to me actually sounds like Hannibal the Cannibal from Silence of the Lambs. You know, <laughs> right? And that's 
kind of it just felt like creepy dudes were whispering weird stuff in my ears and uh yeah creepy comes to mind i mean but it was more interesting than i expected uh had some trouble getting it available to me because of uh its availability being kind of limited it's not on the streaming services that i'm that i could find anyway so yeah it was cool I mean, it's no Ozzy. No, but, you it's know. <laughs> not going to jam out. But if you know you got Chuck or Cheers coming over the house, it's a good record to have on in the background. I I turn off all the lights and uh, <laughs> lock up the doors so no one knows. That way, no one knows we're home and we don't have to give away candy. Oh, screws, man! Come on, it's terrible. No, it's not. I mean, I would give them toothpaste and toothbrushes if they would take it, but that they wouldn't. They they'd egg my house. I would too. Um, yeah. So actually, the it, the release was was very limited. They put it out on a label they founded themselves, which is called uh, Chalice, and it was just mail order only. You know, I made two thousand copies. Um, so I was pretty lucky to even find it digitally. Um, but right now, actually, it's up on archive.org. You can download it in lossless, flat quality, and and. Uh, Sounds super good on headphones. I'll definitely get you in the mood for Halloween. Um, let's play one more track. This is a track that actually like always stuck with me the first time I heard it. It's just really bizarre imagery um, in the lyrics here. It's called uh, Broccoli. Wise words from the departing. Eat your greens. Especially tell you what the day after i li- the day i was listening to this i ate some broccoli because <laughs> i didn't want to get murdered <laughs> it's like the vegetable killer if you don't eat your broccoli he's oh gonna get God. you <laughs> oh oh that one that was the one in particular when i was like what in the hell are these guys doing <laughs> yeah it's interesting stuff man um Trent, Re- Trent Reznor was a big fan of them uh, and they were very influential on his career. And I know he ended up remixing a whole bunch of, of their songs later on and, and released some of the music on his label. Um, if you're even remotely interested in it, there is a second volume as well, which is equally as creepy. And um, I would also recommend their album... Uh, Love Secret Domain. That's probably their most well-known work. It's a little bit more accessible, but also a little bit weird too. So yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool listen. It's one of my favorite records for this time of year, for sure. So, uh, yeah, Coil, music to play in the dark. Volume one. And, uh, (laughs) Black Sabbath, self-titled record from, uh, 1970, Black Sabbath. And, you know, I'll throw it in there because it's, it's pretty short. And they made another album in the same year called Paranoid that's got some really great songs on it and kind of develops their sound. So listen to that too while you're at it. Yeah. Because the cause dude say so. Yeah. So uh, we'd love to hear what you're listening to for Halloween. Uh, what kind of scary stuff you put on to get you in the mood. Uh, so send us up uh, a note on Twitter and tell us what you're listening to. Or hit us up on uh, albumnerds.com. Tell us some of your favorite scary records and we can uh, recommend another one for you. You know what else is scary, Andy? Is when your throat is scratchy and it gets to be this time of year and it gets cold outside. You know, there's only one thing that can help you with that. You know what that is, don't you? 
Maker's Tea. This episode has been powered by the great tea at makerstea.com. Use the scary coupon code ALBUMNERDS for 20% off your next order. Maker's Tea, making great tea easy at makerstea.com. I wonder if they have any pumpkin tea. Probably not. That'd be gross. <laughs> That'd be really gross. <laughs> that does sound terrible. I know they have a really good honey oolong that I've been <laughs> drinking. It's delicious. So. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely hit us up on Twitter and symbol at ALBUMNERDS. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, please. And uh, tell us what you're listening to, man. We'd love to hear from you. And we appreciate you listening to the show every week. Don't forget to go to albumnerds.com as well to see the beautiful work that Andy has done with our artwork, our podcasts, our playlists, and just the general awesome-looking website and our new logo where we both look mother truck enhanced. That's right, man. You're some beautiful fuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's if we ever form a band, that's the name of our first album. Beautiful fuckers. Okay. <laughs> so go have a nice, scary, wonderful Halloween. Enjoy some creepy music. Enjoy your friends and family. And we'll catch you next time on the Album Nerds Podcast. See ya. <laughs>